Is there a dog in a car at a bar on the street? Yay! Then that's a dog that we really want to meet. Hey, can I pet your dog? 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 Please? With Renee and Allegra. Welcome to Can I Pet Your Dog? I'm Allegra Ringo, a small dog owner. I'm Renee Culver, a big dog owner. On the boards is our producer, Alexis Preston. And this is the podcast for unapologetic dog lovers. Allegra, Alexis, I am so proud of you. Your morale is high. Your spirits are singing. I have not provided you popcorn this evening. (gasps) And I don't know how you're making it through. Ooh, you know what? Thank you, first of all, for acknowledging our pain. Uh-huh. I'm just going to put Lexus on mic for this. This is pretty unfair. I guess I'll I'll just be a voice for both of us. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, did it hurt at first? Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, did we think we were going to get through it? No. But then I will say, to your credit, yes. you did provide peanut butter-filled pretzels. I I stormed the kitchen. <laughs> you stormed the kitchen There's angrily. There's got to be something in here. <laughs> and your options were peanut butter pretzels or coconut popsicles. Mmm. I thought you were going to say beans. Your other go-to. <laughs> I also have some beans. Put out some beans. Plenty of beans. You guys need some beans? <laughs> I eat the same thing so much that uh, even my dog is chiming in on it. What did he say? Sweet little tugboat. So I have these peanut butter pretzels like all the time. And initially he was like, yeah, get in here. I'm, I'm on it. Uh, and I was like, again? <laughs> again? See, I thought a dog would be so excited about this. Because to me, a peanut butter filled with pretzel is like an ultimate dog treat. Yeah, we'll watch but he's Okay. Okay, okay guys. Describe what's going to happen. This is a, life ex- a live experiment. He put it in the mouth, and then he spits it out immediately. He does? Well, he's sucking off the salt. He he took it, but he's, like, not happy about it. (laughs) He looks, it's in his mouth, and he's like, am I going to eat this? Am I going to spit it out? All right. Whoa, Tug. Fine. Tug's really gotten, become a diva in the short time he's lived here. Sure has. My God. What an ingrate. Now, I bet some would say, don't feed your dog all your food. (laughs) Would maybe we where we go to start to remedy this. But you know me. You know that's not an option. I mean, come on. Yeah. No. Exactly. All your food. <laughs> and then, okay, and now, uh, listen, Lex, I guess this has just become, the opening has become Renee's Confession Corner. I love Renee's Confession Corner. Let's just call that a segment. Okay. I love Can that. You, here's, here's why I'm the world's worst dog owner, but I love him. But okay. I love him. I'll keep that in mind. So I get a pass. <laughs> Okay. Sort of. Uh, so yesterday, I do love those coconut popsicles. Oh, yeah, they're so good. also loves coconut popsicles. I didn't want to share mine, so I just gave him an entire one of his own. <laughs> just <laughs> Did he love it? Yeah. I'm really pretty happy bad. with it. Okay. I thought you were going to say something way worse. I think it's probably too much sugar for dogs. Eh, he's fine. All right. He seems fine. Yeah. But <laughs> instead of like, let's train him to not beg for food, I'm just like, well, you know what? I'll make your own. You can just, you can have one for you, one for me. That's how we'll do it. This just seems like a really expensive way to live your life. <laughs> if he gets like a, it's like a hundred percent tugboat tag. Right. Like I got a whole turkey. You get a whole there turkey. There we go. That's just how it goes in our house. You have your rules. I have mine. The dog gets half. That's how it goes. I mean, we I'm signed sure. paperwork. Should I have reread it with my lawyer? Yes, I didn't. Here we are. <laughs> You just sign. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me the dog. It's all fine. <laughs> I mean, he's having a great life. Uh, wait, with a pistachio, you're pretty good, though, right? Do you give Stash much food? We give her uh, people food, but she has to work for it. Mm. I once in a while will do it like out. She always has to either minimal sit for it. We don't do it from the table okay. because it's like too he's a slippery slope. Right. But actually, Adam has implemented this whole thing he likes to do. He has a whole routine with her where when he has especially eggs in the morning. Right. 
he'll give her like a couple a couple bites of leftover eggs, but she has to sit way across the room and wait for it. Oh wow! And she's actually gotten really good at it. And she's like, like when I try to do it, he's like, no, 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 you're doing it wrong. Like he, yeah, they course. have a whole routine. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of interesting. She didn't do it before, so I have to hand it to them. Look at that. Yeah, man. So I, so that's the other thing is they will. I think it's such a high value thing that they're like, all right, like. It's maybe not these pretzels because he didn't sure, seem to yeah, care. Yeah, no, he definitely but is uh, very upset about it. Coconut yeah. popsicle. I don't know. Maybe he'd do a little more work okay. for it. Just something to keep in mind. Might I be able to get something out of it. To Adam to be like, how do you? Yeah, Adam the dog trainer. How do you do this? Yeah. <laughs> it's his one thing. Yeah, I don't exactly. know, man. Adam the dog trainer who's only had cats. <laughs> uh, can I talk to you about dogs? How do you do these? <laughs> but this is my greatest victory. Yeah. That he's like, no, no, no. I have a thing with the dog. Here's how you do That's it. I'm like, really great. cute. Great. Just uh, what I was planning. I love it so much. Okay. Well, that does it for Renee's confession corner that wasn't that bad of a confession corner i was i wanted something more sorted i know but it just i am also so i was also thinking about this the other day is that anytime i meet anybody uh who also has a dog i'll be like oh he's playful he's a puppy how long how long do i get to say that oh well i gotta say i mean i think the puppy phase lasts pretty long okay i think when he's under two years you're still allowed to say that okay for sure it just because i'm rounding because in august mm-hmm. i will have had him for a year and so i think mm. this entire time i've had the mentality of we'll get there we'll get, right now we're getting <laughs> to know each other we'll get the tra- after we get to know each other we can then we can start implementing the training i'm sure it's been a year renee you gotta oh. implement that training okay hang on a minute mm-hmm. i think we might be able to solve this with a simple bandana solution mm. okay yes as many of you know, I recently bought pistachio bandana that says nervous. Okay. Sometimes I forget to put it on her. And also, she's small enough that you can't really read it when you put it on her. But what does the banana say? Don't trust her. She's lying. He's not a puppy. <laughs> don't trust her. She's <laughs> Don't trust her. She's lying. I really like. <laughs> no, but that's a way better idea. Okay. I was just going to say, in my in my uh, my searches, I've right. discovered that you can get a bandana that says almost anything that simply explains your situation. And I, there was one that said, like... Um, I'm in training. I'm learning like rescue dog in training. There's a bunch of different ones that I feel like you can just stick it on there. And then it's almost like, look, man, I warned you. Like, we're trying here. It's like you don't have to give them the whole spiel. They just or you can have a leash that says that you can put anything on them. I like the labeling because I like to be like, well, what did I tell you? Like, sorry, you didn't read the bandana. Right. I don't know. It gives me to me. It just like it sets it up in a way that is less work for me. Okay. no, I like that. It lets people know, like, look, man, we're working on it. I think that you have entirely excused the behavior and not made him any better with this solution, but I love it. I think well, okay, look, and also keep working on it. But you are, I know you're working on it. I know you're working on it. It just takes, it's an ongoing process. Okay. I think Thank it's you. a whole Thank process. Thank you for saying I know you're working on it after I just told you. I just gave him a whole popsicle. <laughs> give him a whole popsicle. Yeah, but earlier I saw him sit and go down. Oh, that's true. Instead of jumping on yeah. people when they came in, that is a whole new it. thing. Or a whole, like, thing you've been working toward. Thank you. Give yourself some credit. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Please. Okay. Please. Renee. All right. Finally. For once. And next time, have a more scandalous confession corner for me. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. There needs to be affairs. There needs to be scandal. <laughs> Point is, thanks for being okay with there being no popcorn here. I will go shopping immediately. Wait, look, we expect double bell popcorn next week. We'll be got totally it. fine. Okay. <laughs> what have our sweet, sweet listeners got themselves into this week? Okay. First of all, you guys. We don't have dogs we met this week, but we have dogs we sat this week. Yes. I, I like it. Oh, Tugboat's chiming uh, in. He's up for it. He's into it he's or he good. hates it? I think he's upset that he wasn't invited. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, sorry, little, Tug. It was yeah. a last minute ordeal, Tug. I'll explain it in the segment. Okay. 
We also have a My Mutt Minute, which, yes. as you guys know, I realize we should explain this for new listeners. No problem. We used yeah. to do Mutt Minute. That was where we described a breed of dog in a minute or less. Now, we have switched it for summer break. You guys are calling in with your My Mutt Minutes, <laughs> with My Mutt Minute, which is where you tell us about your dog in a minute or less. And we got to say, it's working out great. I was gonna, I was talking about this before we started recording, and that I used to dread Mutt Minute, because it was, we would have to spend upwards of 20 minutes <laughs> researching a breed and writing a one-minute report on it. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't have to do any report, <laughs> and I get to see how charming our listeners are, which is consistently amazing. Oh, they're so charming. I got a real doozy for you today. Oh, you guys, you're going to die, you're going to cry. I know. We're not going to spoil it for you, but it's truly insane how mm-hmm. cute it is. Mm-hmm. Plus, I also have some dog tech that I think you're really going to like. Yes. And we have Dr. Lisa Lippman, who's a veterinarian and co-host of the podcast Pets and Punchlines, here to talk about her dog and answer some of our vet questions. Yeah, and Lisa, you just saw her on Dr. Oz, you saw her on Insider Edition. Insider Edition? Inside Edition. I don't know. Great okay. question. It's you know, a, look, the one on TV. You get it. You've, you've seen, seen it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> look, the point is you've seen it around. You'll figure it out. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> Lex, yes, you're switching it up. I'm switching it Not up. Not dogs we met this week, dogs we sat this week. Renee, you tell me, can you handle it? I can, you can. especially because I know what it is. Well, yeah, because you're I know what it is, I'm hanging on. Okay, I'm barely handling it. <laughs> barely? Yeah. Okay, but you're okay, but you're on board. Okay. Yes. Well, yes. you can probably figure it out since Renee likes it. This is about huge dogs. Mm-hmm. So I had the pleasure of very briefly sitting dog sitting for two Great Danes this week. So they're my neighbor Great Danes. What are Danes. you doing? You take a pause after Great Danes so we oh, can sorry. all gasp. <laughs> And applaud. Sorry. Alexis, yeah. can you add yeah. a huge roar? <laughs> all right, continue. Fair enough, yes. Okay. Uh, but sorry, you're right. Uh, so they're my neighbors, Great Danes, who I, I've known them for quite a while. I've actually known them, my neighbors, through a couple sets of Great Danes. They used to have older ones who passed away. This is the new set. Uh-oh. So I've known, they're like the Great Dane people in the neighborhood. Right. Uh, and everyone knows it because they're... Great Danes reloaded. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so my neighbor had a little... Uh, uh, well, her husband was in the hospital, but it's okay. He's he's okay now. He's home now, so right. uh, don't worry. Crisis averted. But because he was away, the dogs were stressed. She was stressed. And this is two huge dogs, and usually there's two people to take care of them. Uh, and there weren't. Yeah. And two Great Danes is a lot by yourself. I don't know if you guys know that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you've seen Great Danes. Guys, they're also both, um, one is seven months and one is 13 months. Oh, boy. So they're young still. Yeah. It's and you guys, Great Danes are a whole thing. Those Great Danes, that one that you showed me is only seven months. There's still more to grow. Yeah. Well, the, the I think there. I sent you. I can't remember which photo I sent you. The smaller one is seven months. The bigger one is thirteen months. But he's gigantic. Ay-yay-yay. He's so big. And the, even the smaller one, I think she's like 60, 70 pounds. The bigger one is, I believe, over one hundred and twenty pounds. Come on. He's bigger than his owner. Uh, <laughs> true heaven. Yeah, I know. But like logistically so hard yeah i can only imagine so yeah. how was that for you a small dog lover you love all dogs i, I know do. you sure, love sure, all sure. dogs but you're most comfortable with a small dog yes how did it feel schlepping 300 pounds around the neighborhood collectively you know i kind of liked it it was it was novel enough i don't want to do it every day because right. it was hard but uh-huh. like first of all just briefly i so i basically like dog sat but honestly for like maybe 20 minutes while she went and did something um that was really fun just like hanging around with these huge dogs yeah that was really fun it's very novel they honestly seem like horses they kind of like nuzzle you like horses what? i don't know it's very novel to me do you feed them carrots i didn't but i should have you feed them a carrot I was, like, I was what are we here? Oh, God. <laughs> 
What if I anything? What have I taught you? I was scared. I was just like their stomachs had been upset. I was scared of upsetting the balance. Yeah, I was fine. like, look, fine. I know. I'm I know. gonna bring a carrot next time. Thank I come you. Over. you? Okay. <laughs> All right. Hold your hand out flat so they don't bite you. <laughs> <laughs> and bring them a bale of hay. Yeah, I got a few sugar cubes. It's fine. Oh yeah. my god, that'd be so cute. They would love it. Okay. Um, walking them was a walking them was wild because I took the smaller one because uh, I was scared I would screw up the bigger one because the bigger <laughs> one also has like health issues where his spine I don't know look it's like those health problems of huge dogs right. that I'm just like not accustomed to dealing with they come out like, of the gate already at 13 months they're yeah. showing up Eek. yeah exactly okay. uh, he has like a spine thing where he, you just have to be careful with him and I was like eh, I'm not taking on this responsibility okay. so I took the littler one but uh, she was very strong but the biggest <laughs> surprise that was not a surprise to me yeah. very strong dogs the bigger surprise to me was that in the very short distance we walked them the number of cars that slowed down to rubberneck and look at the dogs was incredible I want to act like I'm surprised by this. Yes, I know. Of course it was. I know. Of course it was. Did you flag down anybody who didn't slow down? No, I shut up. Did you see what I'm doing here? No, because like it was honestly everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Like it wasn't a car that drove by that seemed like they didn't care. (laughs) Everyone seemed very surprised. And then what kind of coloring of these Great Danes? They're cow color, right? Yeah, so they're Harlequin Great Danes. So they're like black and white, uh, which I only know because you're talking about when they roll their eyes. Okay, hear me out. (laughs) I was just hanging out with a Great Dane person right. so i know okay <laughs> so they're like She's black fine. and white they are All like right. cow spotted <laughs> did you let her know they're cow colored make it a real fool of herself <laughs> with this harle- harlequin what yeah. does she call him harlequin. <laughs> yikes okay i just don't want her to embarrass herself at a cocktail party okay i'll text her today and just say actually they're cow colored <laughs> and she'll say who is this <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate though. this. Okay. I think you're right. They're black and white spotted. It's very cow-like. Right. <laughs> so you Thank are you. real. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. So yeah, they're, they're beautiful dogs. They're big dogs. One guy slowed down to yell, they're beautiful dogs, and Aww. ask questions about them. Uh, it was very fun and novel for me. She seemed exhausted by it because she was, A, in a stressful situation. B, this happens to her every day of her life. Right. Which I totally get. Like, yeah. You, this is not like a listen to a podcast and take a walk situation. Situation. This is like your full attention. Every day, three times a day. Yeah. Hey, hey, those cow colored? I know. That's me driving by. <laughs> hey, what do you do with those cow colored cow-colored cows? And to be fair, they have a yard, so they don't have to, she doesn't have to walk them to the extent that we have to walk our right. dogs, not having a big yard. So they get a lot of exercise in their yard, but they needed some, uh, Need some outside exposure. They played I with a little friend dog. It was very fun. Oh, yeah. I love it so much. Uh, you have pictures. You'll post pictures? I do. I'll post pictures. I ha- I don't think I have video, but I have a few pictures. I sent them to you guys. They're okay. really, really cute dogs. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I got to say, even as a small dog person, it was pretty fun. Pretty great. Yeah. But you also reported like, hey, not that bad watching a small dog after you watch two. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So after just after like walking like three blocks with these huge Great Danes uh, right. and like barely, barely being able to contain them, right. especially because they did see a squirrel at one point. Oh, yeah. it was a nightmare. Oh, boy. Huh. Yeah. What was that? Yeah. Oh, oh you, did you see squirrel? Tugs right laying in front of it? Squirrel. Just like that? Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was like just logistically difficult, strength-wise difficult. And yeah. then afterwards, I walked uh, Pistachio and Vinny, our neighbor dog, and it was so easy. And I felt like just the queen of dogs. I was like, I got this. I can handle it. <laughs> yeah. I can do it. Okay, yeah. So would you say that that is your official recommendation of if you're feeling a little weary of walking your small dog, why don't you go watch Two Great Danes? Yes. 
that'll a new lease on life. That's exactly right. Okay. I would say go go walk them. It'll give you. It was a mood boost because it was a fun. B, I was like, you know what, pistachio, you're actually kind of easy now that I think about it. So there go. You know what? I'll give you some credit from now on. Excellent attitude. Hey, fantastic job on dogs you sat this week. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, legs. Renee. Do you know what time it is? What time is it? It is time for my mutt minute. Hit it. I mean, have you been rehearsing all week? It's almost as though a certain Renee Culvert said to me, Legs, do you have your air horns ready before this segment? And I briefly looked surprised, then remembered, yes, right. I do. All right, I got to play my air horns yeah. after. That's the new song for my right. minute. They're yeah. back from the shop for those who were keeping track. Last week, they were on the fritz. Air horns are back. It was right. very expensive to repair, but ultimately worth tuned it. Tuned to a T. Tuned to a T. Did but you right tip off. them for being tuned to a T? I tipped them for being tuned to a T. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Look, it's fine. <laughs> okay, yours so was great. Our listeners are like, Gah. I'm gonna win you over with this mutt minute. Oh, are you yeah. ready? Oh, we're ready. Are you sure? I'm ready. Okay. I know it. Hi, can I pet your dog? My name is Lily. I'm nine years old. I live in Chicago, Illinois. I have a great big dog named Teddy. He likes to sleep a lot, and he likes to steal food off the table. He also sings whenever I have piano lessons. He is a giant and big and white and fluffy. He's almost 11 years old. He's probably like the biggest dog I've ever seen. He's a great Pyrenees. He's amazing. And he loves kittens and especially loves to be petted. Bye. I love your show. Lily! Oh, we're all sobbing, you guys. So good. Oh my gosh. In like there wasn't one sentence of that that I didn't lose my mind over. Okay, first of all, so good, so endearing. Also, under a minute, very concise, yeah. perfectly read, fantastic, really Lily. good. Got her. I think she's got a, a real career in minuting ahead of her. Oh my gosh, what is she official? Should we make her do it every yes. week? <laughs> <laughs> But also a lot of great facts. Yeah. A great Pyrenees named Teddy, who loves to sing when she practices piano. That is the cutest thing I've ever heard. Excellent. Yeah. I couldn't love it more. I like loves to sleep a lot. I like that too. Yeah. I like like to steal food off the table. Also Mm. good. Mm. You really get a good, it really paints a picture of Teddy. He's a little mischievous, but also a little sleepy. And probably the biggest dog she's ever seen. Oh yeah. Probably. We don't know. Probably. Not for sure. Verdict's still out, but likely. Yeah. That's where we're going with this. Lily, you knocked it out of the park. So good. That's Teddy, the Great Pyrenees. Can I Pet Your Dog is supported in part by Canada. Canada is pet food made by pet people. We feed our pets Canada because good food helps keep our pets happy and healthy. Canada is an independent and family-owned pet food company who uses the same care and the same quality ingredients they want for their own pets when making their pet foods. In keeping with their commitment to pets and their people, Canada has taken the first steps at Canada Farms to getting involved in growing some of the ingredients they use. And I think it really shows because in the food they sent us, it, our dogs absolutely gobbled it up. It was great. So they send, and I think this is an offer that's coming your way in just a second. Mm-hmm. They will send you a little sample. Mm-hmm. And the sample is dog food. It's mm-hmm. just dog food that you would put <laughs> in the dog food bin. Mm-hmm. I can use them as treats. Ooh. Which never happens. You never get to use like the kibble part. No. They're like, no, no, no. Let's give me a treat, lady. Yeah, they uh, always they always think you're like uh, trying to take a shortcut. Yeah. But he loves it. I think it's just because the, the ingredients is so... 
uh, unique. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's lamb and it's duck and it's all kinds of like, no, that's not usually what I have. Well, that's a ringing endorsement, I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's really awesome. Pistachio also loves it. Highly recommend. Go to Canaday.com slash podcast to try Canaday for free by requesting a free sample and you'll get other special offers. That's C-A-N-I-D-A-E dot com slash podcast. Again, that's Canaday.com slash podcast to try Canaday for free. Do you love books? Want to get more out of all that reading you do? I'm Bria Grant. And I'm Mallory O'Mara. Join us every Thursday on Reading Glasses, where we help you read better. Reading Glasses is a show about book culture, teaching you how to enhance your literary life and solve your bookish problems, like how do you get out of a reading slump? What's the best book light to use in bed while your partner is trying to sleep? Where do you hide the bodies of the people who talk while you're trying to read? In the basement of my apartment building. Ooh, that's a good place. Let Bria and I improve your reading life every Thursday on Reading Glasses, Maximum Fun's new culture podcast. Podcast. Learn, Learn how, how to, to read, read better. better. <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. Oh, good oh, stuff. Man, every time. Uh, well, I hope that you're enjoying this podcast you're listening to as much as we are pretending to. But anyway, why not listen to another podcast too? It's called The Flop House. And on our podcast, uh, we have recently watched a movie, often a bad movie. And we review it on our podcast, but mainly talk about other stuff and, I don't know, hang out. It's all about hanging out, feeling like you're being with your best friends. Who are your best friends? Us three. Dan McCoy, <laughs> Emmy Award-winning writer for The Daily Show, Stuart Wellington, owner of the best bar in Brooklyn, Hinterlands, and Elliot Kalin, former Emmy-winning head writer for The Daily Show with Jon Stewart, former head writer of Mystery Science Theater 3000, The Return, uh, so many things. Author of the upcoming children's book, All right, Dog. that's enough. The Elliot's credits just go on and on. Yeah, but if you like the idea of listening to three funny guys talk about bad movies, then why not come over and listen to The Flop House? It's uh, available at MaximumFun.org or wherever fine podcasts are found. So get out of here. All right, you guys, we're really excited to be here with Dr. Lisa Littman. You know her as a veterinarian and the co-host of the podcast Pets and Punchlines. You've also probably seen her all around TV, like on Dr. Oz and all around the Internet. And we're super happy to have her here. Hi, Lisa. Yay. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks You're for being on. Welcome. We're so excited to have you. Now, we've got a ton of vet questions, but we also, as you know, Lisa, we got to talk to you about your dog first. <laughs> yeah, Chloe. So Chloe is my... Oh, she's seven now. I'm in denial, but she's my <laughs> seven-year-old female speed Rhodesian Ridgeback, and I'm so pathologically abnormally obsessed with her, but I'm sure you guys can relate. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so have you had Chloe the whole seven years? Yeah, so I got her when she was 10 weeks old. She's my, she's my quasi-rescue, I call her, because um, I've been involved in Ridgeback Rescue for about, oh my God, like 10 years now, and um very long story short, the breeder thought when she was born that she would need a surgery, and that's when I was actually in veterinary school, and she said, well, if you can take her, I'll just give her to you, because, you know, I, I know you'll take care of her, and so I said, ah, oh, okay, Aww. free puppy, um, you know, and I'm really the best person for this job, so that's how uh, I wound up getting her. That's how Chloe hit the jackpot. <laughs> That's sweet. I'm not sure Chloe always thinks so, though. I just, um, <laughs> I come, when I walk towards her, she knows, like, she just has a little, like, eye conjunctivitis, and I cannot get out the eye drop. She knows, like, the drawer in my <laughs> house. Yeah. It's so <laughs> funny how they 
do that. They just oh, know God. where it is. Yeah. She's really rarely ever stepped foot in a veterinary clinic, but she knows. Of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She knows like, when I'm, when right. I'm doctor mom. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, now, the Ridgeback part is so cool. Is it, uh, do you get, you know, pulled off the streets to talk about <laughs> the range of Chloe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Everybody and everybody comes up with different names. She's been called like a Long Island Razorback and you know, everybody <laughs> has a different name for them. Um, but they were, <laughs> yeah. Um, but they were, and everybody asked me if like I cut her hair that way, you know, the bridge, <laughs> there's a ridge on their back. That's just a cowlick that of hair that grows in the opposite direction. And it just grows like that. But people ask me if I cut her like that. Um, <laughs> And, you know, they are South African lion hunting dogs, I always tell people. So Rhodesia, which is now Zimbabwe, and Ridgeback because of the ridge on their back. So they really, the name is in the in their origin. Yeah, they're such cool dogs. You don't see them very often out here. You don't. You know what? There's a good number of them in New York City, though. There are huh. Rhodesian Ridgeback meetups, which I'm way nerdy enough to go to. So, Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I love that. Meetup? Oh, tell us what happens at the meetup. Yeah, what that happens? sounds fun. Oh. <laughs> So it's at a, a specific place in Central Park and there's an email list and the email list goes out and, um, you know, and they get together and they play like Ridgebacks, which like they, they sound really scary and, you know, <laughs> a bunch of big dogs. And um, yeah, so it's it's super fun. That sounds really fun. Yeah, I love that <laughs> so much. So now, did you always know that you wanted to be a veterinarian? Yeah, as cliche as it sounds, since I was like there ever since I can remember, I um I I used to run away from home. I, I didn't grow up with dogs, but my neighbors had these Shih Tzu puppies that they would breed mm. and put in like children's playpens. <laughs> and they used to they used to go over and put me in the playpen with these puppies and feed me chocolate. And I swear <laughs> it was like I think it was just like <laughs> I have like pictures it. of me with like yeah. <laughs> chocolate all over my face and these Shih Tzu puppies were just so cute. My mom said I used to like run away from home. And go to their house, and she would knock on their door and be like, "Hey, don't you think you should tell me like my 18 month old is here?" But that's just, oh my god, that's, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty great. And then, and then, and then somewhere along the way, I found my love of medicine. I guess because I'm probably a mild type A control freak, but um, yeah, so fair enough. <laughs> there was just the marriage of my my two loves. Yeah, wow. but it's got to be so great. At least our experience, what we love best in a vet is the like fun bedside manner that's like super like empathetic to like, I know, I know it's your baby. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Do you find that that goes? Of course it does. It goes an awful long way. Yeah, especially for, you know, I, I have a, I own a health call practice in Manhattan. And so, you know, it's really I'm very much like I started actually in emer- as an emergency veterinarian, which is like kind of almost a world of a difference. But in Manhattan, you can imagine, I'm sure just as in L.A., my clients are very well educated mm-hmm. and, you know, expect the gold standard. And even when I don't ha- have the gold standard available to me, I have to come up with it. So, um, yeah, I, um, I, I, I I try as best as possible to always be empathetic and um, on a house call situation, it's just I love that intimate setting. I love being one one one. You know, people say, people joke that they get into veterinary medicine for the for the animals, and that is definitely true. <laughs> but you, I'm dealing with people all day long, and I really love people, and I really love people who love their animals. Those are people I want to be around. So for me, 
helping them help their pets is everything. Oh my gosh, that's a be- I know that's an honest <laughs> answer, but that's also the best answer. That's incredible. Uh, so, <laughs> Lisa, I'm a brand spanking new dog owner, and I um, am not I'm not oh. doing a great job with figuring out uh, my sweet little dog <laughs> tugboat. Like you said, uh, when Chloe knows that you're headed for the medicine drawer, that uh, yeah. that she knows it. So tugboat is not great with taking pills to the point where I can hide it in his food and then almost like a paleontologist he can kind of extract it and then just spit the <laughs> pill out that is amazing what do you recommend for owners who are having a hard time getting their dog take to take the pill yeah is this for this is for medicine for like actual medicine right yeah yes yeah yeah um, so like an allergy pill or uh like yeah, a antibiotic it. or something like that yeah so obviously it sounds like you've tried everything like the pill pockets and cream cheese and peanut butter cheese um, what some dogs really like actually are cat pill pockets. Those mm. are cat food in general is like very high in like fat and protein and it's like super, super yummy. So cat food or cat pill pockets just to take the pill. But other than that, I would say um, you can ask your veterinarian to compound a medication. So compounding, there are compounding pharmacies who can turn medications into treats. Ooh, wow. um, or they can turn it into a liquid or a flavored liquid, which sometimes is a lot easier to give pets. What? That's um, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's, and then if all else fails, there are even intradermal, some things can be made into intradermal formulas where you just have to rub it on their ear and it absorbs through their skin. Wow. Um, it's not, so we use that more for cats because you can imagine cats are really, I don't know if I can talk about cats on this podcast. Can oh, I talk yeah. about cats? Okay. Yeah, we'll, let it, we'll let it slide not, for a little bit. Okay, it's not sacrilege. Okay. <laughs> um, but we use it a lot for cats because you can imagine cats are so hard to give medication to. Um, but it, it's not always ideal. It doesn't have the best absorption, but when all else fails or injectables, obviously. But I would say if you don't know about compounding pharmacies, they're definitely a huge, huge win. God, that's so that. cool. I definitely didn't know anything about that. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Do you have, now, how's pistachio? Well, just, as legs, you have a dog for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you, do you have any, uh, I've been at this for a long time questions <laughs> for your vet? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, hmm. Gosh, what is a good question? So, well, something that's been going on with my dog that's been kind of weird is that she's uh, fairly recently gotten weird about people touching her back um okay. and to me and to you know to my vet also we all were kind of like oh this seems like probably some sort of sudden pain or some sort of discomfort that she's developed this is not a fair question to ask you <laughs> so feel free to, you're not gonna have all the information so feel free to be like i can't answer pass, that without pass, examining pass, the dogs i'm okay with it like not so basically we took her into the vet thinking this was gonna be a you know oh yeah okay we found this pain like this is what's happening here you go but she's now been examined by the vet multiple times and had blood work and everything and come back healthy as a dog i guess (laughs) uh so it doesn't seem like anything is wrong but she is really weird about people touching her back and that's like a new development and i guess i just don't know what next steps to take what how old is she and what kind of dog is she she's about six and she's a chihuahua terrier mix Okay. 
Um, so, yeah, you know, I have seen, funny, I was just talking about this the other day, actually. I have seen a lot of, like, weird behavioral things where somebody, you know, they'll, like, tweak their back once yeah. or somebody will pick them up the wrong way once and, and it hurts, and then they are forever protective of that area. So, oh, sure. You know, if, um, if you know, I don't, I don't know, like, what diagnostics you've had done, if she's, like, overt pack pain, the only way we can really see what's going on in, like, the spinal area is really with, like, an MRI or CT, which it doesn't sound like she really, I mean, you know, it's really strongly suggested she's ambulatory, she's otherwise fine, she right. eats, she drinks. Um, so I think um, it could be worth exploring with um, a trainer mm-hmm. um, or, and I would try to get the behaviors on, on video as much as you can so people can see what she's actually doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then beyond that would be trying trying some pain medication. I mean, sometimes the only, the only way we know is to try some medication and see if that actually works. So right. um, for her with like something with like spinal pain, I would choose this, a medication that's very, very safe, probably something like gabapentin or like an opioid, something that's really safe um, and easy to use and also has some like mild behavioral effects too. It calms them down a little bit. Um, you could also try other calming things or calming supplements like composure treats or soliloquin if you think it was like induced by anxiety. Mm. So yeah, it's always, it's always really hard to tell with those things about whether it's like an anxiety induced behavior. And it always seems strange when it comes on in like midlife, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think they have midlife crises just like we do. I, I think so. Now my trainer <laughs> said the same thing. She was like, you know, maybe she just doesn't want people touching her back anymore. And I was like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of fair. Could, like I said, it could, it could have just been one, one thing and now she's forever protective so um but but there are do no harm kind of pains or anti-anxiety medications that sort of have effect on pain as well and um maybe worth trying for her um, you know unless you think it's not really affecting her quality of life which is the question of how much um but yeah one of those one of those strange dog things maybe one day i can get my hands on her yeah hopefully well, that's, that's a great answer thank you so much I was gonna say, lisa now i don't know how often you get this but i think you might be fantastic at your job you're good those are two fantastic answers yeah. <laughs> I, I did a very long hundred hour work week internship for a year so, you know they put me through the ringer in new york city Wait, so yeah how do you get a hundred hours out of a week what are you, that's too many that's a good question yeah. Is it you, you just sleep there? I was yeah. gonna say seven days a week, and then how many how many hours a day does that turn into? Like fourteen? Yes, maybe sixteen, fourteen to Ooh. sixteen hour days easily. Oh goodness! Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Easily I'm... when you're an intern. Oof. Yeah, easily. Wow. I'm not sure how it's legal, but sometimes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Exactly. That can't be good. Happens, so. I'm sorry we weren't friends then. I would have written you a note. Please yeah. excuse Lisa. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Love Renee. <laughs> <Very sweet. laughs> Uh, well, clearly, we could talk to you all day long, uh, but this is actually really insightful uh, to figure out how to get uh, medication and uh, fussiness out of order. <laughs> but for right now, we're going to ask you uh, one final question, which is name that dog. Uh, yeah. Real, real easy. We're just, we'll give you a fictional dog and then you name it. So uh, as a kiddo, you grew up with Shih Tzus and you were fed chocolate. <laughs> so can we, based off those in a really big stretch, uh, cross a chocolate lab and a Shih Tzu. Ooh. So basically just okay. a chocolate lab with fur in his eyes, I think, oh, is kind of what we're looking at. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and it's a boy. What would we name that dog? Mm, hot sauce. 
Oh my gosh. Ooh. <laughs> so good. good answer. <laughs> oh, so good. I'm just go I am not overthinking these, you guys. Yeah. This is the part that's I was the, the most nervous about. So that couldn't be better. That's so great because you know that he's a little clumsy and a little lazy. And then just as he trips across the dog park, you're like, ah, hot sauce. That's my boy. There he goes. <laughs> that's so cute. So great. Uh, so our listeners are going to uh, fall in love with you instantly. Where can they find you online? Um, so I'm at everything at Dr. Lisa Lipman, D-R-L-I-S-A-L-I-P as in Peter, M-A-N, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I'm most active on Instagram, though. And then, of course, at everything at Pets and Punchlines. Perfect. So, and then, yeah, yeah, so you have your own podcast. Talk a bit more about that where people can listen to that. Yeah, and... so, yeah I have a, a podcast called Pets and Punchlines. It's basically the premise is comics with pets talking to vets. So um, my boyfriend is a professional stand-up comic. He was on, he was Cat Williams' feature opening act for the past three years. So we have access to a lot of amazing comics. And the impetus really was uh, his, his comedian friends would call me with very silly dog questions. I mean, pertinent <laughs> ones like, like, uh, I had five medical marijuana gummy bears, and now I have three, oh, sure. and if my dog weighed five pounds, you know, what did I do? You know, hypothetically. And, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> hypothetically. Right. And it's sort of the conversation always turned hilarious, and so we said, let's make a podcast out of this. And so they come over, we talk about, um, we've had everybody from, like, all the guys on, like, Last Comic Standing, the executive producers of The Daily Show, and some non-comics also, people who are really, really interesting, and um, we just talk about their pets and they ask me their questions. So it's hilarious and informative. Um, sometimes I do an informative segment, which we've lovingly named the informative segment where <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about, I'll talk about anything from like pet insurance to hidden dangers in your kitchen. Hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's a fun, it's a fun little, little podcast. That's so great. And what's it called? One more time. Pets and punchline. All right. Got it. I'm going to remember yeah, it now. <laughs> yeah, everyone check it out. Thank you so much, Lisa, for being on. And thanks for answering our, our questions. Oh, my God. Thanks for having me. I really stalked you guys hard for this one. So I'm such fans. We're very flattered. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm such fans. And I hope to talk to you guys soon. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Lisa. Okay. Thanks. All right. Bye. 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 All right, Renee. Uh-huh. Are you ready for some cool dog tech? I am always ready for cool dog tech. Okay, good. Well, let me say this also. Are you not going to do an intro song? Oh, sorry. <laughs> what are you doing to me? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Wait, you do an intro? Should I do an intro song? Well, I know. We got to pause. Okay, gotta, sorry. Uh, set me up again. Okay, sorry. <clears throat> Renee, mm-hmm. are you ready for some cool dog tech? Deep boop boop ba deep boop boop ba deep boop. Great, thank you. Okay, <laughs> I wanted to make sure I didn't accidentally cut off the last you boop. You did a great job. Thank you. No, as I was in it, I bailed on the second beep, and then I just kept going, hoping it would get better, and then it didn't. And then by like the fifth beep, I was like, I shouldn't have fought so hard for this. And now we're here. No, but you did though. Right. It's recorded. Okay. You can't. You can't I ask to cut know. it now. If I were more of a proactive person, I would get us like stapled jingles of like, here's what you play when we do. I, yeah, I mean, come on, dog tech. Look, All right. we would do a lot of things. I know. I get it. Okay, <laughs> if we want to. Listen, this is great dog tech. Yeah. So I think here's it's subconsciously what I'm doing. I'm like, let's go ahead and lower the bar. Sure, sure, sure. Of just humanity in general. <laughs> <laughs> when you come up with this, we'll be like, woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm Let's ready. just tell our poor listeners, our long-suffering listeners, what this is. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, so first of all, okay, is this tech? I would say this is tech. Yeah, right? 
You know Because it it's an app that uses it, right? Yes, it's yes. an app. So I yes. was, in my yeah. opinion, apps are tech. Don't at me. I think that's always going to be true. So, I do think so, too. Okay. Yeah. It's existing technology. It didn't work on. with a newspaper. That's true. <laughs> thank you. That means it's tech. Okay, okay. Great. okay, so this, first of all, I'd like to say thank you to Lauren, who posted about this in our group. So this is a really cool thing called Sniff Spot. It's basically like Airbnb, but it's for yards your dog can play in. I'm losing my mind yeah. over this idea. So it's really smart. So it's basically like if you don't have access to a yard or if you, you know, maybe you have a reactive dog, a dog who doesn't play well with other dogs, so you don't want to take him to a dog park, etc. cetera. Right. Uh, you can reserve a yard by the hour and just someone's yard, take your dog to play there. You can do it. Um, you can choose whether you want other dogs to be there. So you can do it like concurrently with others or you can just do it by yourself. And I think it's pretty genius. Incredible. Right? So it's not uh, I can drop them off and leave situation. You have to stay there, but yes. you get the yard to run around in. Exactly. So you, that's exactly right. Okay. As far as I know, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a, you can, you can just drop them off situation. But they eventually are like, hey, if you want to leave them, you can. That's additional fee. Yes, that's true. It, okay. might, it might venture into that. That's a really good point. I love it. Now, do we know too much about, because I would in a yeah. heartbeat. If I just had a backyard, I would like, you know, what's wrong about this? Not enough dogs. Yeah. Get them in here. Yeah, so I it is it looks very easy when I was looking at the website. It looks easy. It looks similar to Airbnb, but I would I would say way easier because you don't have to deal with, you know, people using all your toilet yeah. paper. Uh, you just like <laughs> I don't know what people do. Yeah. Um you just go on there and say like, "Hey, here here's what I want to do. Like here are the rules you can set, you know, your limitations." Da da da. Right. Uh and just say, "I guess ostensibly also you could just like stay in your house while people come in and out of your yard." I think. I don't think you would do anything even. I mean, yeah, you probably could just set it up and uh, there would maybe be a, like, how are we going to monitor time? Maybe it's an honor system. Oh, that's true. I don't know how th- that's true. I don't know how the time situation works. Okay. Uh, or you could walk, watch them like a hawk and then... Probably uh, air horns, I would bet. <laughs> Once a 10 minute warning <laughs> yeah, is air horns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's really smart. Yeah. This is incredible. So now is this offered everywhere right now? Not yet. Uh, okay. It looks like you can go in there and see if it's in your area. The thing that's surprising to me is I only found one in L.A. so far. So hmm. I think it's just like the more people that sign up and discover it and et cetera. Yeah. I, I was surprised. I would have thought L.A. would be like at the forefront of it. Yeah. Because I want this. I don't have a yard. I want to take pistachio to a yard. And it could just be nobody's heard of it yeah. just yet. Uh, and I think there's always everybody's a little apprehensive, like legal parameters of like yeah, who's true. responsible if something goes wrong in that yard. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So you probably as you sign up for it, signing nobody's responsible yeah it's it's a, they, they do cover also like um property damage there's like insurance that oh, cool. they have all i think you have to have that because otherwise no one would do it if oh, it yeah, was like course. uh this dog ruined my yard <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well that's your problem yeah, see tugboat that's how that started <laughs> but yeah i hope it comes uh i hope it becomes more common in la it was in a bunch of it seemed to be like more prominent in the pacific northwest for some reason hmm. which i find very unfair yeah um i guess we have to move i guess so i know but yeah i hope it i hope it becomes more common in la because I really want to do oh, it. I love that so much. Because a tiny bit, that's sort of what I've done when Tugboat goes over to play with Finn or he right. goes over to play with um, Lily's dog, whose name's Brooklyn. Right. Uh, and it's been great. It has been great because it's like your own private dog park. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. But people in people in other parts of the country probably think we're so stupid. Of course You guys, do. your yeah. own private dog park. You mean a yard? Yeah, just a yard. <laughs> is that what you mean? No, you guys, just mean a yard? this is so big yeah. to us. Wait, literally, it's so nice. <laughs> it's like if you have a yard, you're a bazillionaire. It's like unheard of. Right, what I would give. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's inc- I love it. What's it called again? Sniff Spot. So it's sniffspot.com. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Let me know if you, if you use it. If it's in your area, I want to hear from someone who's used it. Yes, that'd be great. And it doesn't have an app yet? or Not that I know of, but I okay. could be wrong about that. If okay. you just look up Sniff Spot, uh, you'll find all their stuff. Perfect. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I love it. Uh, great job. Hey, thanks. And thanks, Lauren, for telling us yeah, about it. Yeah, thank you, Lauren. 
All right, guys. Yes, the show is over. We yes, did it. we made it. But don't go. Yeah, sorry. Don't go. We, we made have it. stuff for you. Yes. Okay. Keep on, keep on listening because, as you guys know, we are going to start featuring a listener of the month very soon, namely in July. <laughs> so, listener of the month means you get featured on social media, and we mention you on the show. It's very fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so, all you have to do to sign up if you go to our Facebook group, which I think you're probably all in at this point. Sure. Go to uh, Facebook. Put can I put your dog in? We'll add you so long as you're not a bot. Not a bot. Exactly. Great. Exactly. Great breakdown. Uh, there's a Google form that is pinned in the announcements in there. You just have to. Th- sign uh fill it out once it's just stuff like your name your dog's name blah 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 that kind of stuff uh it's ongoing so like once you're in there you're in there forever uh etc and we're going to select one listener each month using random.org we'll announce them on the first tuesday of every month on the podcast and on social media asterisk unless otherwise noted guys if it's like christmas or something give us a break sure but you get the idea <laughs> we're really gonna try i feel yes. like we can figure it out we may oh, not yeah. do it at the first of the month we'll no. uh we're gonna we're going to do it the first of the month, except once the holidays hit, we'll discuss. Yeah, don't worry, you guys, don't worry. Look, we're doing, everyone's acting in good faith here. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> I am so excited about this. It's going to be really fun. so great. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and I I mean, in a perfect world, we could do, you know, listener of the hour, and that way everybody could get featured. <laughs> but for right now, we'll do listener of the month, and we'll use uh, random.org. Yes. Uh, so we'll put everybody who enters the con. Uh, content and then we'll just push that button and it'll tell us who won every month. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's also fun because Google Forms breaks down into a chart like any information that you get, <laughs> even if you don't want it in a chart. So now we have like this bar chart telling us what percentage of our listeners' names are named this and that. It's like really funny. I kind of want to just like put that up there. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's really well, and funny. what's particularly funny is that we were doing a few test runs and uh, so like for a second there, uh, two thirds of our listeners' dog names were tugboat. <laughs> yeah. One third was pistachio. Yeah. It was like great data. <laughs> really useful. Yeah, but it'll be fun. Once we get, we should. That'll be fun. Yeah, it's been really fun to watch them roll in. So yeah, head on over there. It's real fun. Yeah. And that'll be in July. So you do have a little bit of time. So don't, no one panic. Yay. I can't wait. Um, so yeah, you guys, uh, thank you so much for tuning into the show. We love being on Max Fun, uh, MaximumFun.org. You can find a bunch of other great uh, shows. There is a very secret project that's coming out with Max Fun <gasps> that incorporates, oh, all the Max Fun people. Whoa. So, uh, so definitely keep an ear out for. Uh, for what's going on at Max Fun in June, because I think uh, big stuff's coming. Absolutely. Yeah. And I know we already mentioned our Facebook, but we also want to see you all over the rest of social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is CIPYD Podcast on both of those. Tweet us your dogs, Instagram. Look, it's just too hard. You can't <laughs> repost them, and it's just driving me nuts. Uh, yeah, tweet us your dogs. We want to retweet them, and we love seeing them on there. Yes. Uh, also, you guys have been so great on iTunes. You have been so great. Thank you so much. Uh, if you haven't yet, if you could, please go uh, go to iTunes, rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, leave us a little review. It means the world to us and helps other people find us. Uh, and to those that have, gosh, you're killing it. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. Everyone has left the most sweet and creative and funny reviews. We really appreciate it. Uh, we also want to say thank you to Paige Walden for our logo and Aaron Hagen for our theme song. Yes. And then I just uh, I will probably for a while uh, shout out my friend Julie's brand new podcast called Cut Off Jeans. Cut Off One Word Jeans with a G. Uh, all about DNA and it's great and she's doing such a good job so if you're interested in that specifically like using uh, like 23andMe and Ancestry and like how to actually use that information she's awesome so uh, check that out yeah it's fascinating yeah so good Uh, we got anything else how do we do it? Uh, thank you, Alexis, yeah. for your tug wrangling skills, as always. Alexis was on it today. Yeah, you guys. She 
seamlessly full-blown uh chest bumped chug and <laughs> took it like a champ she was awesome yeah killing it well you guys like you guys don't hear it but tugboat in the background is just losing his mind and alexis is like silently wrangling yeah. him it's a sight to behold we should get it on on film we so really that should. you guys can appreciate what she's doing here it's incredible and then she runs over and just pushes a button on the laptop yeah, and then keeps it's, like, it's amazing it's incredible <laughs> thank you alexis uh all right you ready let's do it Lex, can what? i pet your dog can i pet your dog MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.